everyone. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> well, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, this is the Upgrade Downgrade podcast with Marla and Derek. Say hi, Marla. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so today uh, we got a cool show, a very exciting show. We got a, a guest, a really cool guest. But first, uh, Marla, what have you been up to? Um, not too much. I think it's officially appropriate for everyone in the world to start talking about Christmas. So I have to deal with that, um, which like puts a lot of pressure on me to be excited for Christmas, which does the reverse because I'm naturally anxious. So now I have to be like pretending to be excited, but I'm deep down inside. I'm like a nervous ball of anxiety. Um, so I'm just going to be really nervous for the next 30 days. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I don't know what to do for gifts. Like, I wish I could hire people just to buy gifts for people I care about. It's, yeah, exactly. I have, I have no clue what to do. I mean, there's just no level of, like, you think you're excited for Christmas or you try to be. And then there's that one person that's walking around in a Santa hat. And then you're like, well, I'm not as excited as they are. And then you just can't outdo the Christmas cheer. It's just, like, now very, you know, I'm just very nervous. <laughs> yeah, some reason I think it's a power move when they do that. They just want to seem important <laughs> that they hijack this big holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Also, yeah. Santa hats are fucking ugly, so I don't know why anybody thinks it's yeah. okay to wear them at any point in time. Yeah, they're fucking dumb. Uh, so today we have a special guest. Uh, she's a writer. She's an improv comedian. Uh, let's hear it for Emily Naples. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on the show with you two today. Awesome. Emily, what are you what are you working on now? What what are you writing or Well, as you mentioned, um I am an improv comic, so I do uh do do frequent shows at uh, Pittsburgh Steel City Improv Theater. Uh in addition to that, working on some writing projects with this guy named Derek Brown. I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Um, working on a uh, kind of project similar to Taxi Cab Confessions, but set in modern day Uber Confessions. Um, it's kind of a, like a mockumentary feel and uh, working on that. Looking forward to putting that out there into the world. So listeners, be beware because it's coming out. All right, cool. How do you get into comedy? Um, you know, it was a late in life thing. I say that like I'm 100, but I'm 33. And it was really like, I'm in my Jesus year, right? This is the year Jesus died for, for anyone who's oh, I don't think I knew that. <laughs> unfamiliar with Jesus, but yeah. he, was, he died when he was 33. Well, was crucified, but, but that's another story. Um, so I really kind of said this year, I got to kind of pursue my my dreams and whatnot and uh got involved in improv and got involved in writing and just and just getting a little more into projects my side gig is uh working in healthcare it so that pays the bills and Very cool uh, yeah yeah just gotta kind of do both in this world yeah so i was just so i was gonna talk ask you <laughs> if there's like funny situations that you run into in your day-to-day because at work like i email it about everything and then most of the time what they do is they come in and like fix a loose cable and they're like you're done and then i feel really stupid so i'm like 
there's probably situations where you're like these fucking idiots right what's well, funny because like i i hate it so, <laughs> like completely like uh, i'm in training so um we're less of the like you remember nick burns your company's computer guy on snl sure yeah yeah we but anyway he was like i think what you're talking about marla like those like okay like you fool you don't know how to do this um so that's, <laughs> that's not me we're we just teach people how to use the system and then we like bounce uh oh so no i get zero inspiration from work okay because I well, hate what's it. your like targeted demographic for those that you train we train like doctors and nurses on, oh okay yeah because it's an electronic health care it's a hospital so uh it's a little bit different but uh so it's not like my mom who needs help with it i mean if your mom's a nurse then there's a lot of moms you know what i mean like, yeah she like needs a lot of help with her like just certain just normal things like cell phones like she's just like how do i change my facebook profile picture and i think it takes a certain like jesus like if you will personality of like a lot of patience and compassion because i'm like oh my god like counting to 10 right right it does it does help your patience a little bit dealing with dum-dums and olds so (laughs) yeah olds yeah it's it pays the bills like i said so all right cool well let's get into our show uh for those that don't know our our shows we're me and marla and a guest uh, we take a look at society's achievements and we decide if they are upgrade to society or downgrade. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'll start off. Um, this one kind of ties into um, what we were talking about in terms of like, you know, technology and things of, of the like. Um, I think some, this, this one feature that we have is, probably a downgrade I would say is voicemails I I think they're pretty archaic these days I don't think there's a reason with you know texting and messaging and other ways of communication that voicemails um, are useful anymore and I feel like my mom's the only person that leaves me voicemails (laughs) and it's really it's really just like hey Marla it's mom first of all like I know it's mom because it's popped up on my cell phone that I have a missed call from mom and then she goes call me back and I'm like I'm sh- okay I'll call you back and then she goes my phone number is and then she gives me her phone number every damn time and it's like wasting space on my voicemail and there's no point like shoot me a text hey Marla call me back I'll get to you as soon as I can and it's just like I I let my voicemail actually fill up so that nobody can leave me voicemails that's how annoyed i've gotten with voicemails well here's the thing uh what if someone who wants to get in touch with you like a someone who uh, is offering you a job uh like they need to you know sound professional and reach out to you and deliver a message what do you do i think like email me i don't know yeah because like there's other ways of communication other than voicemails. I just really don't know why, but I don't like them. And it's usually a generational thing. I'm not trying to like hate on the olds, but <laughs> I feel like mostly the olds that leave voicemails. I don't think I've ever left a voicemail for my friend unless I was like drunk or trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, I feel like that's a very generational thing. And, and they like, they like take a long time too. Like I get voicemails at work where it's like, I'm calling because 
oh shoot why am I calling um and it's like (laughs) holy shit like just write me an email and like well we can get this done faster there are more efficient ways than just like me listening to you talk so I think we can totally get rid of that technology we've moved on it's not helping anybody I'd rather not hear your voice if I don't have to well I will Uh, say for iPhones at least you know they have the text now in the voicemail. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, I didn't know that. Do they? Yeah. So if you they like transcribe the message, so you can click on it, it'll open up and it'll show you the text. No, it's, it's life changing. Oh man. I mean, I guess a- I guess you don't need it anymore. We got text and email. Yeah, we don't need it anymore. I mean, the only flip side of voicemail is you can judge through someone's voice, how upset they are or, or like if they need something right away. No, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking that just now where like, maybe, maybe I'm just projecting, like maybe these are my own personal issues with my mother that I need to address, but like, she'll leave me voicemails and be like, Mar- Marlet's mom, call me back. Bye. And I'm like, Oh shit, something happened. The house burned down, like something tragic. Like she's just very, and not like, oh, give me a call back, just checking in. I'm like, mom, is everything okay? She's like, yeah, just, where are you? And I'm like, like, at work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad, he, he sends me a text message, and it says, like, hey, I need, I need to talk to you. Call me. And then I call him, and he goes, hey, who was that person that was in that movie? And like, I'm, <laughs> like, panicking. I think someone, like, someone died in my family member, and he just wants to know who Denzel Washington is or who is awful. Hey, do you have time to talk? Like it's an emergency. I really need to know something. And then you call and it's like, who's Denzel Washington? What's the movie he plays in? Yeah. It's, it's, it's awful. Right. So that's like old people on Facebook, you know, they're just. Oh, hell. Well, yeah. (laughs) So what's the grade? That's a downgrade, right? Yes downgrade for me all right definitely uh let's hear your first upgrade or downgrade i'm going to talk about a practical application called venmo um if you're not familiar with it it is the app to send money um right out of the gate i'm going to say this is a like a huge upgrade for society um i don't know about you guys but think about when you were like a teenager and you were sitting at a we have Eaton Parks in Pittsburgh. I don't know if there's like an equivalent, like shitty diner where you're from. Not that what are they called? Eating it's Parks? Called, it's called Eat In with an N Parks. Eaton Park. Oh. Or like Denny's. De- help, Derek, help me out with this. What would be like? Yeah, it's like, well, we, we, we go to IHOP. That's our, that's oh. our eating place. Or, or, Do you have to eat and then park in that order? <laughs> <You're> done. <laughs> It is a confusing, it is a confusing name. I'll give you that. Um, you sh- it should be called Parkity, uh, but it isn't. But the point of it being like, just think about when I was a kid and you're trying to split the bill. Um, even as recently as like, you know, five years ago, trying to split a bill and it's such a headache. And uh, Venmo is just amazing. I pay all my friends stuff I owe. I pay like, uh, my I live in a duplex. My parents are next door. That's how we pay the mortgage to one another. Like, it's just and there's emojis involved, and I'm just really impressed that we've gotten here as a society. 
Yeah, it's pretty revolutionary, I think. Although, here's the flip side. Uh-oh. The dumb messages. And you have to read everyone else's messages. Who you think they're funny. To. You don't have to. But why is that even an option? Just to make it a little fun. But it, it, no one's funny. No one's, no one's funny in there. Do you it's, use Venmo? Yeah, I, I use Venmo. Do you make the comments or use the emojis? Um, not for humor, no. Okay. Strictly I, business, Derek is on Venmo. Exactly. I'm, I'm serious about my money. Like, give me Here's my question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question is, how serious, like, we talk about, like, the funny comments that, like, I think the example that Venmo has is, like, uh, quinoa bowl with pecans and berries. <laughs> and then, like, you'll see ones that are just, like, three kilos of marijuana. Like, how serious <laughs> are these comments? And does the FBI think that these comments hold any weight because like very much possible that it could be three kilos of marijuana or it could be a bowl of quinoa and someone was trying to be funny mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right Wait, you're saying that's one of venmo's examples yeah i think one of the like if you p- go pull up the Venmo app the example is because you always have to label what the transaction is right so i think their example was like like quinoa with with nuts and raisins or something like that's how you know it started in in on the West Coast, cause like, fuck that shit. I'm not paying for. Your... First right. of all, probably not getting quinoa. Yeah, we ain't eating that shit over here. We're at Eaton Park, just trying to eat some mozzarella cheese sticks, yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, I like I like the emojis. I think they're sweet. I don't think you have to try to be funny. But people I do. Know. I mean, people do, but like, who does it hurt? I don't it, it hurts me because I have to read people say, Oh, thanks for thanks for the blowjob, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> so wait, you say you have to read people's like people sending it to you, or you're just talking about like you stream, you know, scroll through it and look. Uh you know, just scroll through it and and looking. They you like about that? You just like don't scroll through it or look. But it automatically shows up though. No, I'm saying Vimo. Yeah, I'll give you. It's it's an upgrade, but okay. I wish it's a downgrade for the other feature. Uh, for you. Yeah, for <laughs> for society. I feel like it's. I mean, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think Vimo is like a social media platform, so it's not necessarily in my face. I just use it more for like transactional purposes, and then I close it out. and I'm done. Right. Right. But I don't know. Derek is pretty sensitive about people that think they're funny that aren't. Okay. As I'm starting to see through our work together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go to mine. Uh, again, this may be a little, you know, I think you guys are going to agree with me. Uh, memes, like internet memes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this upgrade. I am a big fan of memes, um, they are ever changing. Uh, it's a new meme every week. Um, they tell you if you're cool and they expire. I, I like that. Um, it's just, it's a whole different language and it's awesome. What do you mean by they expire? Well, no one, like if you use an old meme, it's like, it's just out of fashion and it doesn't get respected. 
So the the best thing is using like obscure meme or a like a brand new meme. Like the new meme right now is uh, the Drake meme. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that, the one where he's looking really uncomfortable. That's like a new meme. Mm, so, I've never seen that actually. This is so new. Cutting edge. Did you did you start this? No, no, I didn't start I didn't start <laughs> this, but it's just awesome getting to know like new memes and like being ahead of the curve. It's it's really cool. So it's a meme of Drake panicking. Well, yeah. yeah it's, was at a basketball game and the camera turned to him and he was pouring something in a drink and then he looked really uncomfortable so the memes are like oh like when you tell your mom that uh report cards are in but she found it in your book bag and like it's him looking uncomfortable okay i googled it what if memes are used incorrectly though you mean how adults try to be cool I'm trying to look it up right now, but you know how sometimes adults are trying to be cool and they use memes, which sometimes they even call memes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "That's that's an incorrect way to use it," and then that probably ruins the meme. So what what's your what are your thoughts on on those? Well, see, yeah. I I think if you use a meme incorrectly, I still think it's funny. Mm. I, yeah, I think it's ironically funny if you are like, I don't know. I can't think of a meme, um, like a Drake meme of him crying. He's like, more cheese, please. Like, that would be funny to me because you didn't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I, this is recent for me. I used to hate memes um, because I just got tired of seeing them. I realized, you know what? They were a blessing. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it really is a, a you know an interesting way to communicate, you know, and I think it speaks volumes about the generations right now you know it's not a. I don't know <laughs> you can't really compare it to anything <laughs> historic i mean we're reverting back to hieroglyphics <laughs> so, i'm just picturing That's... that frog you know that like weird frog the cartoon frog oh yeah yeah the uh oh shit you're that boy or something like that yeah I, or the crying yeah. one no the crying one that one that one Oh, the one what that up a uh, that the alt right frog? No, uh, I think he's like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. The that crying frog is is um, oh, Pepe. Pepe the frog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's. Uh, I guess he came from the alt right. Oh my! See, this is this is why I'm, I mean I'm fine with you upgrading memes, but like I feel a level of downgrade because I am like grossly my my fingers grossly off the pulse of what is cool and these only drive that home for me <laughs> so. emily's like mine is, my favorite meme is the alt right <laughs> and we're like oh shit I didn't know. to all the listeners because i didn't know and i was trying to sound cool uh, no, no, i didn't know the wrong may may okay <laughs> that's just fine you didn't know uh so uh marla what is your uh final upgrade downgrade um final upgrade downgrade well with the weather getting colder and me just not feeling comfortable in coldness i'm gonna give um specifically this article of clothing hoodie pockets nice. an upgrade like 
come on do I need a do I need to go into this like they were I think the best inventions are um imitations of nature right like if you look to nature and you start inventing things then that's kind of the the ones that stick the most because nature has all the answers hoodie pockets (laughs) obviously came from kangaroos and they've been on this planet for however long and they're fine and someone just decided to sew pockets to the front of your hoodie. Well, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Great invention. I don't know how else to do it. Like, if you're driving and you need to get shit from your pocket, this is the difference between pants pockets and hoodie pockets, is you can't get shit readily or, or quickly from your pants pockets because you're, like, sitting mm-hmm. and, like, your seatbelt's in the way or, like, if it's in your ass pocket, you got to, like, you know, reach behind and, like, you know, risk a car accident. Hoodie pocket, just like reach your hand in there, grab it, and then you're good. Well, here's the thing uh, about the hoodie pocket: stuff falls out so easily. I agree with you, but stuff falls out all the time in my hoodie pocket. But what are you shoving in there? I shove everything in there. Like I shove my wallet, my cell phone, change, pins. I think I'm too free with my hoodie pocket. If it's bigger than a baby kangaroo, then it shouldn't fit in your pocket. My wallet is not bigger than a baby kangaroo. <laughs> his wallet. I think, but your fit, okay. his wallet's like empty and tiny. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a hollowed out baby kangaroo. It's a hollowed <laughs> cards in it. But you're shoving probably like juice boxes That's- and like the donuts that you pick up from next door and you know like kind of overkill That's, it's true i mean it, it's a it's a great invention i just wish stuff didn't fall out so easily what is your uh what's your solution zipper zipper hoodie pockets i don't know because that looks kind of ugly right i don't know maybe yeah. if you put something inside the pocket like a pocket inside of a pocket so it takes a while to fall out or has like a uh, thing so it doesn't fall out all the way Ooh, like a secret pocket exactly <laughs> oh that's, that's a good one I, I agree i think that should be upgraded for sure yeah emily cool. what is your final upgrade downgrade um i hate to be like a basic lady who's old and like just <laughs> learns about things and thinks they're cool but like have you ever heard of fidget spinners? <laughs> Mine's, Mine's fidget <laughs> spinners. And the reason I, I feel like this is a downgrade is because, you know, in my generation, I feel like I think of fidget spinners the way I think a lot like pogs. Like they suddenly came up and they're like everywhere. Pogs. You guys remember pogs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I used them correctly, but yes, okay. I've seen them. So they, were like, they were like a hot <laughs> thing for a while. And I feel like that's kind of like fidget spinners now, but, but it, it, uh, it has a, um, like a mental health implication that if you need a fidget spinner, it's because you're, you know, hyperactive or if you have ADD and like, what, like, why is it like that? It's 2017 and like a toy that a kid has to play with has implications about his mental health. And I just feel like we're so up our asses that like we would have a fidget spinner do you know what i'm saying yep yeah i totally get it but as quickly as fidget spinners became a fad they didn't because they're 
they're playing to the market with ADD. So like they're in it for a second and then they're like on to the next thing because they're they they're the demographic. With the- <laughs> yes. <laughs> no offense to people, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still see them. I guess that's why I've just, uh, it's just like a weird blip on our, our radar. It's like, the- I-, I will say though, it's toys. I will say though, like, so I think I talked about this in our last episode. I I'm okay with me having a fidget spinner. Like I do enjoy like the I don't know if you've you've played with one, right? I'm assuming yes. Yeah, one, yeah. I like enjoy like the weight and the feel of it. Like I think it is a very satisfying like the ball bearings feel really good just like between your fingers. <laughs> um but like watching someone else do it is really annoying. Like I hate that. So I get it. Yeah. I get where you're coming yeah. from. So do you think we should banish it or do you think they should be like for a certain time and place? Like maybe work would be fine. I, I mean, I guess I just, I don't like adults using them in general. Uh, I think it might, maybe you're right, Marla. Maybe I'm just like, it just annoys me that people think they're like magical things or spending money on them. That also annoys me. Well, let's unpack this a little. So what is, do you have an experience where you saw a fidget spinner and you're like, oh, fuck this like were you in a leading a training or something and some person was just like spinning their fidget spinner and you're like i can't look at you you know i truly don't i wish i did for that i wish i had that explanation i don't know guys they just uh, they're obnoxious and i don't know i get it and uh yeah i can't like let's just have toys and relax about it so it's a downgrade for you downgrade for me yeah (laughs) all right cool so this is my uh this is my last one and this is going to be uh kind of hard i was in toronto uh last week and they have a different tip system where they give you like the little credit card machine and they just stand there and they wait for you to push a button that gives them a tip and they also do the same at panera now where like you pay for your food and then they turn like the little screen to you. So my upgrade downgrade is being in front of a uh, waitress or a waiter or a cashier. I think that's a downgrade. I, I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. And I meant to like judge them right then and there. Does that happen to you guys? Yes. Yeah, it's happened to me before, and it's a good technique because it's pretty confrontational. <laughs> you know, it really it does put you in a in tremendously awkward position. It, it, Panera, I've had the same experience. They turn around, they're like looking in your eyes. <laughs> what other choice does one have? You know, without exactly being in this like this confrontational asshole, like nope. Right. And what is an appropriate tip amount? Like, what did they do besides what they were paid to do? Exactly. Why yeah. am I paying a waiter 20%? And like, yeah. I don't get tipped on my day job for being nice. But here's the thing about waiter. Like, they've done something first. But right. Panera or someone, they haven't done, they haven't finished their job. And they want, like, a tip before the job has mm-hmm. finished. Now, granted, like, I know they haven't, like, they're not paid the most amount of money. Right, but, but aren't waiters? I don't know. Less than minimum wage because of tips. At some places, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm okay with tipping waiters or servers like a tip amount. But if you're standing there and then I still have to go pick up my food at the next station, then like, are you going to throw me a croissant (laughs) or are you going to, you know, like, what's the deal? You know, this is a capital mark. We're we're capitalist society. I'm not just going to hand you money. Here's my solution. Like I should be able to tip like right at the door when I leave. That way I don't have to make eye contact or have them. I don't want to see their face when they see the tip that I gave them. I don't know. I think that's just the solution. Just have like a touch screen on the door and I could like <laughs> touch 15%, 20%, 10%. And then that's it. 0% and like <laughs> run the hell out. Exactly. Now are, you pro- are you proposing this for like all wait staff or like places like Panera? Um, well, in tr- Toronto, they give it to you first most of the time but Panera yes but um restaurants that's fine because they well what they do with restaurants is they give you like the check and then they leave they go like in the back room and you can like just write down and sign it in the tip and then just leave right you don't have to face them I mean I don't like the whole the whole culture I mean I'm I I agree like tipping wait stuff I'm fine with that and like it is what it is and I I oblige with the system but I do hate that more and more and more and more places expect tips like can't we be like switzerland and just like not like pay everyone the right wage and not Mm -hmm. deal with tips that'd be cool amen (laughs) i I went to a bar uh last week in or not in toronto but in pittsburgh it's a bar called mixtape and they said like don't tip because we pay the uh, uh the servers like a good amount of they don't get paid minimum wage. You get paid like you know a, a decent amount, and it was awesome. It's good to know. So, yeah. But I will say though, there's this one bar that a bunch of the people that I work with go to, and like this was before I understood like the appropriate amount to tip. So I just tipped like the full amount of if someone were waiting on me to a bartender. Because I'm just, like, stupid with my money like that. Sure. And now they're, like, I'll, I'll like, go. And I don't even go that often. It's probably, like, once every six months. But I'm, like, the when I stepped up to the bar, the bartender that, like, is always there was, like, hey, haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? What can I get you? Like, absolutely. And, like, treated me like a regular, which, like, is just my goal in life at any establishment is, like, for people to see me and they're like, oh, she's a regular. Like, look at how she's getting served. Like, they just, like, know my order. And I'm, like, talking to my coworkers and I'm, like, why, like, how does he remember me? I've only been here, like, once and that was a year ago. And they're, like, well, you probably tip a lot, don't you? And I'm, like, oh, yeah, do I? And then that's when I realized maybe I shouldn't be, like, tipping that much. But then, like, now, I'm, like, kind of into the service. So then, like, now I have to keep tipping a lot. Yeah, you create, like, like a weird like, circle. Rock in a hard place. Yeah, like, dang it. So. Do you get hooked up on the bill? Um, No, I just get hooked up on my self-esteem. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, it's worth it. Which is, which is worth it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so our last segment is a very popular one, and it's called Shoutouts. (laughs) 
And shout outs is where we shout out things that we dislike. Um, so so yes. I'm pretty sure you got a couple. So I think the, sh- the shout out that I want to start out with is shout out to all these people that. Okay. So like we all, we all kind of live in a, a city or like a, a metropolis right it's like pretty dense like there's a higher cost of living than if you were in a rural area there's a lot like there's a lot of places you could walk to like you could you know there's a faster pace of life right Mm -hmm. what I hate is that there's a certain group of people from these places that go to like the outskirts of a city and think that they're better and I don't know what to call these people but I've just encountered like, I went to brunch with a bunch of girlfriends this past weekend, and um, I hope they don't listen to this podcast because I'm going to talk shit about one of their friends, <laughs> but I just, like, met this girl, and she's from, she was, she, like, was, like, oh, like, I don't travel anywhere outside of five-stop metro, like, radius, so this is, like, a big deal that I'm here, and I'm, like, well, you're not fucking Beyonce, so I don't even know who the hell you are. Like, you can go home if you want. You don't even have to show up. And she was just like, what is, so this is like, so we're in Arlington. So, like, I mean, I don't know if, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with, like, the Northern Virginia area. But Arlington is, like, a pretty big, like, city. It's, like, 10 minutes from D.C. There's, like, bars and, like, it's, like, a city. It's not, like, Montana. Right. Okay, so <laughs> she's, like, walking. She was like, oh, my God. This town is so cute. I've never seen a a diner before. Like, wow, there's no diners where I'm from. Like, it's just all, like, bodegas and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like, you've never seen a silver diner before? Like, we should go eat there. And she was like, this place is so cute. Like, it is so quaint. How old is she? What did you say? I think, well, she's probably, like, 26, 27. All right. She's too old. So I'm like, where is this bitch from? Right. And so I was like, where are you from? And she was like, New York City. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm sure, like, it's culture shock, right? And she was like, yeah. Like, I definitely have to walk a lot slower, like, (laughs) anywhere. And I'm like, bitch. Like, I don't know. I just hated it. It was like, it was very, but it was kind of like a backhanded compliment where she's like, I love how slow everyone's is here and i'm like what <laughs> like no, I, I got a story um some someone's friend came in town and they live in dc and we we're going to a party in the suburbs and he was like it's so strange walking around and not seeing trash cans like on the corner like what do i do with this trash in my hand yeah i was like stupid you hold on to it until you get inside inside a house yeah right yeah. I mean and then like she's just like oh my god the drinks are so cheap here like oh I could come here every weekend because the drinks are so cheap and I'm, I don't know I was just it rubbed me the wrong way Wait. I was like you're not complimenting us right. you're just letting us know how cool you are right Marla what's, about- Marla what's your shout out besides the hate for this girl um my shout out is for like people that live in cities that think they can come out and like think their shit don't stink (laughs) (laughs) specific example is this girl that had brunch with and i was like "Ooh, wait till i get on my podcast let me talk shit about you (laughs) let me know if you want to edit this later okay do i need to do a new one (laughs) (laughs) no but let me know if you want to edit this 
Uh, <laughs> well, uh, now I'm second guessing. Should I no, do the, no, the other totally... shout out? Was Gary Vaynerchuk? I could talk about Gary Vaynerchuk. I hate him too. You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Why didn't you stop me earlier? No, it's fine. We're gonna do, we're gonna do both. Okay, my shout out is Gary Vaynerchuk. Who the fuck does he think he is? Like, <laughs> I think he just says shit and then people that like are part of pyramid schemes listen to his videos daily and think that they too can be Gary Vaynerchuk like I listened to a three minute clip today of Gary Vaynerchuk and he was like do you want to know why I'm successful it's because I'm not a little bitch like you and it's in my DNA and I'm like well fuck like why do I want to listen to you this puts me down I don't want to like it's in it's in my DNA that I'm better than you like I don't want to this doesn't fire me up this makes me want to (laughs) cry okay i get it so uh he's kind of like a motivational speaker but doesn't really motivate besides he just hurts feelings really is he like is he like a tony robbins type guy i don't know this guy he started out as like a wine distributor like working at it like a mom and pop wine shop and then he like took his wine shop to the internet and this is when like you could buy things on the internet and like utilize it for your business. And like, he basically like blew up his business and it like gained a lot of revenue and blah, 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 blah. And then since then he's, you know, turned into an entrepreneur, venture capitalist. I think he like had a little bit of stock in Twitter when it was new. And so he's kind of like a, I don't know. He has a lot of money. He's a guy who just talks about hustling and like, Flipping yeah. all these deals and going to yard sales and selling stuff on eBay, like buying a whole bunch of umbrellas and like waiting on a street corner and selling them. Like he's that type of guy. Yeah. No life, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. Uh, so Emily, what is what is yours? Um. Oh, mine is um, men who wear fashion jewelry. Um, by that, I mean, you know, a man can wear a wedding band, sure, but it really freaks me out when men wear like fashion rings, lots of jewels, uh, (laughs) bracelets. Um, I'm single and I'm like on a lot of like, you know, dating sites and I'll meet guys. I'm like, truly, if I see a man with like fashion jewelry on, it's like an immediate boner killer. I hate it. (laughs) And I hope any man that listens knows that. And that's it, guys. That's really all I have to say about it. I hate it. Okay, what about like a, a like a bracelet that's like beads? No. <laughs> Why? No, I just yeah. care. That's kind of in fashion. Those beads. They're stu- like, what are those for? I don't know. Those beads. Yeah. What is that for? I don't know. I don't. I don't trust guys with jewelry just they remind me of like uh magicians yeah there's a douche quality that is similar to magician you're right yeah that's it it. i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh i mean this one's easy um shout out to the people who own birds (laughs) i (laughs) really can't stand them um i stayed at (laughs) b and the guy had a bird stop squawking and I, I think birds are awful to own and they don't show any like love <laughs> they live forever 
they want it they they will escape as soon as they get a chance so i don't it's not really a pet yeah how big was this bird uh, i never saw it i just heard it because those birds shit like those big birds they shit like crazy yeah maybe like a penguin but i heard they smell but like penguins i think they would try to escape too so you shouldn't own any birds at all I, so th- I used to camp with a girl, like, which they had, like, a, a trailer, like, at a, a trailer park camping place. I know. I'm a classy babe. <laughs> but her mother was kind of like an animal hoarder. And one of my, like, duties in the summers when I would stay with them is I had to clean the duck shit. She had a pet duck that she kept in the bathtub of the trailer, guys. And I had to clean the duck shit as my, my chore. My God. That's I gross. haven't thought about that in so long. And I'm slightly like having a little hard a hard time reprocessing. Is it not easy cleanup? Is it just like paper towel, wipe it up, or is it like no? It's more like, involved. Yeah, it, they line the toilet or the um bathtub because they're very small in the trailers with um newspapers, and the duck would just like go ham on the funny pages, <laughs> and I have to clean the whole thing. So it's it was grosser than you think. And if anything like went rogue, it was like really hard to get off. That's so disgusting. Was it like white or was it like? It, his was black. Okay, that's it's yeah. pretty disgusting. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Derek? No, I'm just. I don't really know. Was it white or? Well, you know, like when a bird <laughs> when a bird yeah. sits on your car is like white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was just. I was just learning more. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's that's her show. Um, Marla, are you okay? You sound a little angry today. Yeah, man. I just been. I guess I've been online too much, and uh, just Gary Vaynerchuk and this bitch got me hype, feeling some type <laughs> of way. We can cut out the girl if you want. Now I'm second guessing about if I should have put that out there. I think it was funny. I think it's fine. Uh, so Emily, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, no, if anyone's in Pittsburgh, check out uh, Steel City Improv Theater. Um, me and me and Derek will be there. Uh, what's the name of the team you're on? Uh, Crocodile's Dilemma. All right, cool. Same name, cool peeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so that's our show. Uh, Emily, do you want to do a, a catchphrase for us to close out the show? Uh, a catchphrase. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that means. All right, cool. For instance, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, keep it cracking, you know, something like that. Keep it cracking. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's our show. Uh, stay tuned in like two weeks for the next one. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you.